Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. So open our Bibles to Exodus chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. And he led the flock to the back of the desert and came to Horeb, the mountain of God. And the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a flame of fire from the midst of the bush. So he looked and behold, the bush burned with fire, but the bush was not consumed. Then Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the bush does not burn. So when the Lord saw that he turned aside to look, God called to him from the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, and he said, here I am. Amen. Hallelujah. One more scripture, Isaiah 43, 1 to 7. But now, thus says the Lord who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name, and you are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you, and through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I gave Egypt for your ransom, Ethiopia and Seba for in your place. Since you are precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. I will bring you descendants from the east and gather you from the west. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not keep them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Everyone who is called by my name, whom I have created for my glory, I have formed him. Yes, I have made him. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The title of the talk will come somewhere in between the talk. But this morning, the Lord is speaking here of God's glory. The visitation of God's glory in the life of Moses. Amen. Hallelujah. If you want to title this message, you can title it, I want to see his glory again. How many of you want to see the glory of God again? Praise the Lord. You might have seen the glory of God in the past, but how many of you will say this morning from within you, I want to see the fresh, glorious presence of God again in my life. I want to taste the presence of God again in my life. People who haven't seen the glory of God will have a sort of mask over their lives. As I was praying, the Lord showing me people in the church are the greatest mask wearers sometimes in the city. We are sort of used to wearing masks and coming to church, masking our pain, masking our hurt, masking our temptations, masking even our sin, not able to fellowship with God's presence. So much of mask that we have to pray, Lord, I want to see your glory again. I want to be unmasked again. I want to be unhurt again. I want to be like a child entering into your presence, believing that I shall see the goodness of the Lord again. Lord, remove my mask. Hallelujah. Show me your glory again. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When you look into the life of Abraham, the Bible says, Abraham walked with God by faith, looking into the heavenly city. It was the heavenly city that kept Abraham going. I don't know. How you have come here. But how many of you think that of late that there is some kind of weariness and tiredness that has settled inside of you. And you are not able to keep going somewhere along the line that you are getting stuck. The Bible says Abraham did not get stuck because he looked at the heavenly city. Amidst setbacks, amidst pain, amidst delay. He could have said, I can't go anymore. But the Bible says, Abraham looked at the heavenly city and he kept going and he kept going and he kept going. You look at a place person called Nehemiah. What kept Nehemiah going? The Bible says he saw the greatness of God. He saw the awesomeness of God that kept him going. 
imaged, hallelujah, imaged, uh, imaged where God's city had been broken down and nobody to rebuild the ruins and he is crying out and there was no encouragement whatsoever. But he saw, he encouraged himself because he saw the greatness of God. Image the city lying in ruins. Image Jerusalem, God's people lying in ruins and in captivity and in waste. Image, hallelujah, when he was challenged in his faith to go forward, he saw a great God. It was the greatness of God that kept Nehemiah going. Praise the Lord. I don't know what you are facing. You are seeing all ruins around you, challenges around you, threats around you. But amidst all that, how many will say, Lord, you are a great God. Joshua did not see the greatness of God. Joshua did not saw the heavenly city like Abraham did. But what kept Joshua going was the promises of God. Praise the Lord. Even when Joshua got tired, looking at the past generation, there were enough reasons to get tired. Some of you are looking at your past. I know there are enough reasons for you to get tired. The challenges, the fights, the challenges of your family, the fights that happen in your family, in your, the, the troubles that you're facing in your finances, the setbacks that you had with your future, everything in your past, the pains, the hurts, the abuses, the quarrels. There are enough baggages in the past that when you look at it, you don't want to go forward. There are defeats, there are failures, there are murmurs, there are complaints, there are serpents, there are poison, there is hurts. Everything that you look, there is absolutely nothing for you to go forward. But Joshua did not look behind. He looked at the promises of God and he moved forward. He kept going. It was the promises of God that kept Joshua going. Praise the Lord. What kept Moses going? That's what we want to highlight this morning. What motivated Moses should be our motivation. I know there are people who are in this place who are fasting and praying the last 21 days. I know another group is going to start fasting and praying another 21 days. There are people who are asking me, Pastor, I feel like fasting for 21 days, 40 days without me telling them. Why? Because like Moses, there is a deep desire inside of them. To see God's glory. What kept Moses going was the glory of God. The presence of God in the midst of a trying generation. Amen. How many of you be like Moses? Like hallelujah. Say Lord, I want to see the glory of God. The word glory means the sum total of the presence of God. The word glory means the sum total of the presence of God. Some of us yield easily to failure. Some of us yield easily to the demons and its control. Some of us yield easily to fear and sickness. Some of us, hallelujah, when you see a world around us, hallelujah, praise the Lord, we immediately, hallelujah, get discouraged, hallelujah, praise God, what, what the devil shows us. But amidst that, what makes us go forward hallelujah praise god in a weak world in a trying situation is the glory of god that you will say i will not yield to these things i will not yield to the yoke of the enemy i will not yield to the yoke of bondage i will not yield to the yoke of hallelujah of sin i will not yield to the questions that he is putting me in hallelujah praise god but i'm going to come out of it because i have the presence of god i can see the glory of god my focus is on the glory of God, they were in a Mahatan garden under Hallelujah, Pisasino, Avenda Pravati Alco, and a Pritikatam Patadilla. Hallelujah, Sutter. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord this morning, if you are hungry enough, will reveal His glory and power that will break every yoke of the enemy, will break every chain of the enemy. Praise the Lord. Don't mix your problems, hallelujah, with your worship. Even amidst, hallelujah, problems, you say, keep worshipping the Lord. Count it all joy when you go through various trials, the Bible says. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't yield to it. Amen. Praise is the sign. Worship is the sign. Shout is the sign. Clapping is the sign. Jumping is the sign. Dancing is the sign. 
Praise the Lord that you have not yielded to the enemy. Glory to God. Sometimes a godly smile is a sign that you're not yielded to God. Devil, hallelujah. It's a sign that you're not yielded to the devil, but yielded to God. Hallelujah. How many of you are yielded to God this morning? It's because you are yielded to the Lord that you are able to come at 6 o'clock in the morning. It's a sign that there is still something left inside of you. Ah, come on. Something left inside of you. I don't know what the devil has taken, but there is something left inside of you that still wants to yield to God. Oh, come on, church. This morning, thank God. Thank God for the thing that he has kept us. He has left us. Amen. Praise God. Thank God for that yieldedness that he has left us inside. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Yesterday I said the story of Nick Voyaged to a few people. Nick Voyaged should see his videos. When he was born without limbs and without legs and without hands, praise God. Praise God. A man, no legs, no hands, only a beautiful face. Praise God. And yet he glorified into 135 nations of the world preach the gospel of Jesus Christ with what was left when you give what was left God can still oh come on church use you for the glory of God hallelujah praise the Lord four occasion which Moses saw the glory of God. Four occasions when Moses saw the glory of God. I will say it first for you to understand, then we will take it each one by one. The first time when he saw the glory of God was when he saw the work that was placed before him was too big for him. The first time when he saw the glory was when he realized that the task that was ahead of him is so huge and he does not have the personal expertise to handle all that what God has called him to do. He feels so vulnerable, so lacking, so insecure that he said, I have to seek the glory of God. I know that I'm called. I know that God has purchased me through the blood of the Lamb. I know there are so many things that he has given me, but all that I can see is my weakness. All the task that you have put inside of me is too great. How will I go forward? And that's the time he said, I will seek the glory of God. I want to see the glory of God. God was in his mercy, showed him the glory of God. Hallelujah. To overcome that reaction. How many of you are reacting like that this morning? <laughs> How many of you have the, such kind of a reaction? God in his mercy this morning will reveal its glory to break that reaction and to move forward for the glory of God. How many of you believe that? Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And we will find, hallelujah, that purpose again in our lives. Because if we reacted wrongly, we will die unfulfilled. We will be an unfulfilled person. We will be an unfulfilled parent. We will have an unfulfilled protege. We will be an unfulfilled middle-aged man. We would be an unfulfilled, hallelujah, praise God. Money, fame, power, nothing will give you that fulfillment. You can try everything. Drugs. If you ever loved Shawn Michaels, the wrestling champion, praise God, who used to be under the severe power of drugs, one of the most famous wrestlers, WWF. If you would have heard, if your children would like it, or when you were young, at least you would have heard about it. Who used to eat about drugs, about, if my memory is right, about 60 pills per day to keep him going every day to have energy. I mean, he was to be under severe drugs because that was the kind of fighting that he was doing under drugs in the cover porn magazine. The most deceiving man into all kinds of lust. Did it fulfill him? He was in the cover page of the nude magazines. He had money. He had fame. He had, he had everything that he wanted. And in God in his mercy, I don't know why, one born again girl chose to marry him. I don't know whether God's mercy, what, what, what was that? For some reason, she got hooked up with this man and she was crying. When he was doing all this, she was crying in pain. She was suffering in pain. But after many years, 
one day god touched his life on one single day he was healed hallelujah from all his drug addiction on a one single day his life completely transformed and one single day he came out of the porn magazines and came out of the ww wrestling mania and he came out of the deception and he came out of this hallelujah everything fame that he had over it and he placed his life upon the altar of jesus christ hallelujah and he became the member of the cornerstone church pastored by john haggy in san antonio's america he started going faithfully there to the Bible classes. He started going faithfully. Every Tuesday, he will go to the Bible class. But because he placed his life before the Lord and he got out of this WWF, he get to, began to get into debt. So with prayer and with counsel and a word from God, he decided to go back to the WWF, not this time as a sinner, but as a testimony huh, to many he went there as a shining light and a burning lamp not indulging in sin but just doing his job to make people entertain people like a job and one day his boss called him and said Sean if you want one million dollars you have to come every Tuesday because Tuesday is our main show a man who is in depth would have caught it and we say oh God gave it to me but Sean Michael said no Tuesday is my Bible study. Praise the Lord. Tuesday is my Bible study. Even if I'm dead, I will not let go of my Bible study. He said, boss, I can come on Monday. I'll do whatever you say, but not on Tuesday. Sean, then you will have to. Your fees, your, your salary will be cut into two. You'll be cut into half. You'll only get half. But because he found the purpose of God, hmm, he said, doesn't matter half or one-fourth, it doesn't matter. I will not come, hallelujah, for fitting my Bible study. Because when you find the purpose of God, my brother, hallelujah, there is nothing more satisfying than that. By the time he left WWF the second time, all his worldly friends gave him the biggest round of applause. Because they knew that this man could not have changed unless it was for the Lord. Come on, church, my brother, my sister. That is the God we serve. That is the merciful God. And it is when, hallelujah, that when we lose our sight on the purpose of God, we have to ask like Moses, Lord, show me your glory. I want to see your glory again. Hallelujah. Sometimes you feel too weak, too small with the work that is ahead of you. And you need a fresh revival of his glory. Number two, the second time. Moses saw the glory of God when he looked at the enemy and he saw it was too strong for him. Hallelujah. Sometimes as a pastor, when you get into the pulpit and when you see different faces, different problems, you will see sometimes you will think, oh my God, the enemy is too intimidating. The enemy is too strong. Counseling after counseling, you hear bondage after bondage, problem after problem. When you think that one answer is given, another problem comes. And you come into a stage where there is no answers to the problems again. And that is the time we need to ask the Lord, Lord, Moses said, Lord, show me your glory again. Irrespective of, irrespective of what people are going through, Lord. Irrespective of how strong the enemy is. I know if I see the glory, I can move ahead. Praise the Lord. How many of you are here this morning that say, what shall separate me from other people is not your presence and it's not your power. What is so different in me that is not different in the world? Is it not his presence and it is his power? Number three, when Moses saw the glory was when not only the enemy, so the people started coming with different set of problems. They started murmuring. They started complaining. One person wanted to dedicate the house. One person wanted the answer to the child's marriage. One person who says, is the nursery that the catechism class, is it good enough? Another person, where will I be buried if I die? Another one in depression. And Moses sort of getting crazy. Not me, Moses. Sometimes you come into a point with all this that you think you're going to burn out. Hallelujah. And that is the time that you will have to see a fresh 
glory again. A fresh visitation of the Lord again. Amen. It was because God showed him the glory that was able to go forward. Hallelujah. How many of you are like that this morning? Some of you say, I have a broken home. Not able to relate with my children. I'm not able to relate with my husband. I have a broken home. How many of you are like that here this morning? Don't lift your hand. Say, something is wrong. And they all come to Moses. Praise God. My brother, it's not just Moses himself. Even you have to seek the glory of God afresh. Praise the Lord. It's not Moses' job to pray and to seek the Lord. Moses, hallelujah, praise God. Because he saw the glory of God. He went ahead. Praise the Lord. And number four, the fourth time God showed the glory to Moses was when he saw that the reward that he is getting for his work is so little. The cost of his prayer, the cost of his fasting, the sacrifices that he's making. He's saying, I'm not rewarded. I don't have strong people standing with me. I don't have people to understand with me. I don't have people passionate to go into the promised land. I don't have people who has the same vision, but misunderstanding, rejections, dishonor, disobedience, stubbornness. Moses said, Lord, the reward is too small. Abraham saw the city. Nehemiah saw the greatness. Joshua saw the promises. But Moses saw the glory of God. How many of you will say, Lord, show me your glory again. Now let's look into the passage of Exodus chapter 3. Let's look at one by one. The first thing, when the task was so big ahead of Moses, that is what you will see in the chapter 3 of the passage that you have read about Moses in the burning bush. How many of you are here with me? Should I continue? If you go to interview, if you go to interview a man called Moses, you would say, Moses, how can you be so successful? What's the success easy for you? All looking, everything looking so good. 60 million people came out. Moses said, no, don't think like that. I grew up in the desert and it was not easy. But Moses, what about the position that you enjoyed? The power that you enjoy, the ministerial responsibilities that you enjoy, and the people that you taken forward. So many people. Moses will say, but I want to tell you, they didn't like me much. Till I had to take them forward. They did not agree with me. They did not listen to me. It was hard. Taking them daily. Because I had a group of people who murmured daily. Who hardly prayed. Maybe once a year they prayed. When they brought the sacrifices to the altar. They eat the manna and they complain. Praise God. They ate the manna. But they say Moses. But after all. Act 7.22 said. He had a great education. See. You could have handled these characters. I mean, after all, you are educated in the Oxford University. I mean, those days he was educated in the Oxford University. He had the wisdom, the Bible says. He could have handled these characters. Haven't you learned theology? Moses, you knew psychiatry. After all, you could have just handled it well. But Moses said, I want to tell you something. Nobody taught me in the university how to open up the Red Sea. <laughs> Praise God. Nobody taught me in the university how to strike the rock and the water to come out. Nobody taught me in the university. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. How to bring manna from heaven. Praise the Lord. Nothing in my knowledge or in my education helped me to minister unto God. You could have had all the skills, but to cast the devil out, you need to know a holy God. The Bible says when he saw the Pharaoh, he would say, Lord, I can't because I'm so limited. He was so scared that he doesn't want to go. And God would have told him, Moses, why don't you stop looking at the mirror? And why don't you look at my glory? Mm. Come on, church, this morning. Stop looking at the mirror and look at the glory of God. Even as we're sitting, even as I'm speaking, 
Some of you are looking at the mirror. Some of you are looking at the limitations. Some of you are looking at what, hallelujah, that you did not get. You need to, Lord, I want to see the glory of God again. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. Moses is saying you are looking into too much. God is saying you are looking too much into yourself, Moses. Even sometimes without us knowing. That's the problem. We are looking too much into ourselves. Too much behind what has happened. You have to ask the Lord to show His glory again. Say, Lord, I want to keep going from glory to glory. My eyes behold the King. <laughs> the glory of the risen Lord. But Moses said, I am the weakest of the weak. I lack, Lord. And God showed Moses the bush and said, Look at that bush, Moses. It is so weak, yet my fire is on the bush. Ah! Even this morning, my brother, you might be the weakest of the weak, but look at that bush. It was that weak bush that God used to reveal its glory. And yet that bush was not consumed. Even this morning, He can reveal forth your glory over your life and yet not consumed. And God's glory is over your life. The totality of the presence of God fills your life. The burnout will not come. Hallelujah. That bush was not burned out. The bush was still praising the Lord. The bush was still shouting out to God. The bush was had a still had a smile. Hallelujah. Come on church this morning. Sometimes when you go, step into trying situations, you need to see the glory before that to be secure. Most of us have stepped into a situation without seeing the glory. And over years, we have become insecure and more insecure, more fearful, more unbelieving, more doubtful, head full of knowledge, heart full of fear. Why? Why? Too busy to see the glory of God. Too busy to sit in the presence of God. Too busy. WhatsApping and Facebook. Too busy. You have to ask the Lord, Lord, I'm sorry, Lord, for being too busy. It's a sin. And say, Lord, I want to see the glory of God. Exodus 24, 2017 and 18, the verse says, Exodus 24, the 17th and the 18th, the verse. The sight of the glory of the Lord was like a consuming fire on the top of the mountain in the eyes of the children of Israel. So Moses went into the midst of the cloud and went into the mountain. And Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. Amen. That fire, same fire. Moses understood that every time that he goes through a trying circumstances, he has to look to the glory of God. Same fire he saw in the bush, in the New Testament. If you want to get some sense of what you are speaking, you have to get it back into the New Testament. And there is a beautiful... 2 Corinthians chapter 2. As a matter of fact, 2 Corinthians is called, known as the pastor's book. Praise God. Doesn't mean that only pastors should read. It's called the pastor's book. What does it read? 2 Corinthians chapter 2. And the 16th verse. To the one, we are the aroma of death to death. And to the other, the aroma of life to life. And who is sufficient for these things? Who is sufficient for these things? Are you here this morning? Is it too much? Is it flying over your head? In a cold morning? Hallelujah. These are messages that will break you out. That you will break you up. That will break you up. That you will not have any other option but to say, Yes, Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. 2018, if something has to happen if you keep moving forward my brother i have to break you up this morning hallelujah praise the law i have to break you up i have to bring you into a place that you can only say yes to jesus because paul is saying who is sufficient lord who is competent and i was who is competent how can you fulfill the task who is sufficient who has the who has it in them who is sufficient for these things who is equal to the task when we are supposed to be everything to everyone, to the one 
smell of death to one aroma of life how can we do it hallelujah that's the time like moses you have to see the glory of god once again hallelujah why do you want to be like moses in the desert happily taking care of a 7 to 6 job like moses was happy taking care of the little sheep some of you have a little job a little life a little house a little mind a little heart how exciting because there's no pressure but you will end your lives little in the desert why because he's saying i am too insufficient to get into greater things are your mind saying that the devil is a liar the devil is a liar the restrictions that he has put on your mind is a liar i break those restrictions in the blood name of jesus why because the bible says in 2 corinthians chapter 3 and the fifth verse i want you to underline that word and put your name there this morning 2 corinthians chapter 3 and the fifth verse not that we are sufficient of ourselves ah to think of anything as being from ourselves but our sufficiency is from god ah rampakala do barantemente not that we are sufficient in ourselves but our sufficiency is from the lord how many of you this morning and saying lord in me in myself i'm not sufficient i'm weak i'm small but hallelujah my sufficiency but it's not coming from myself but it is from the lord of hosts it is from the lord he's my sufficiency when i look to his glory i have everything that i need to fulfill the purpose of god come on church this morning i don't need to be hard pressed the world will say hey don't be intimidated by this pastor breathe easy liars deceivers that's what the world can say breathe easy will they help you to fulfill the purpose of god not a penny relax unda to unda all that you get out of it is nothing praise the lord in malayalam we say unda that's all that you get amen it's not the time to relax and breathe easy it is the time that the violent will say i will take it by force i will see the glory of god if at all a relaxation is there it is in the presence of god oh i feel anointing praise the lord so many undas are leaving you praise the lord have a sufficiency some of you say pastor but i'm insufficient in my finances i have a word for 2018 for your finances go to 2 corinthians chapter 9 and the 8th verse put your name there too if you want to be blessed in your finances this evening this morning if you want a financial breakthrough put your name there put your name there and say it hallelujah read it keep reading it keep rehearsing it all through this day if you have hallelujah every every hour look at the scripture and read it and do your job do your work hallelujah every hour in the next 12 hours 12 times at least you should read the scripture and god is it is able to make all grace abound toward you say it out with me and and say 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 it with me say it with me let's agree together and god is god able to make able to make ah uh, no 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 not like that say it with me say it after me and god is able to make all grace abound toward me that i will always having all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work in jesus name amen this speaking of financial sufficiency 2 corinthians 8 and 2 corinthians 9 it is speaking only upon financial blessings 
And Paul is saying all sufficiency. Five times all. All grace. Always. All sufficiency. All things. For all good work. Oh, come on church. Always. My video fasting and prayer. In the beginning of the month and the end of the month. I mean beginning of the year and the end of the year. When pastor comes with a special word. Always. All day. Oh, come on. Come on. That's why we need to learn to give. I told you first things first the other day. People who have given their first fruits to the Lord are going to see a financial breakthrough. Praise the Lord. This 2018, financial breakthroughs are going to come. Don't waste your first fruits on nothing. Praise God. Put it before the Lord in prayer and see the release. Hallelujah. Don't wait for the problem to come in your finances before you obey it. Obey it and the problems will never come. It is to somebody this morning in the name of Jesus. Don't look at the wind. Ecclesiastes 11 says, don't look at the wind. Other day, pastor said he's believing the thousand people in the church, he's believing that could give one lakh rupees as a tithe every month. Praise the Lord. I believe hmm. the same blessing for the church. Praise the Lord. God will make you abound in your finances to the point that you'll be able to give one lakh rupees every month for the work of the Lord in the city. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Seek the glory, my brother. All sufficiency. Praise the Lord. You are looking at your bank account and getting scared. You need to look at the Lord's account. Ah, glory to God. Glory to God. <laughs> it's the wrong eyes that you're looking with. It's the wrong place you're looking in. Praise God. Look at the glory of God. But some of you say, it's not the finances, Pastor. Yes, I have of this thorn that Satan has sent in my life. The constant battles that I'm facing. The satanic attacks. 2 Corinthians 12, 7, physical, mental, demonic attacks against Paul. And he said, that I'm weak, I'm strong. That the power of Christ will rest upon me. In other words, he said, when all these things come, I will look at God's presence and I will pray and I will expect the grace of God and I will know that there is going to be an explosion of God's power uh, that is going to come through me. Come on church, this morning, let me say, when you surrender your life to Jesus, there's an explosion of God's power that will come from your belly. How many of you know there's an explosion that is going to come inside of you? Hallelujah! 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 Look to the glory! Number two, time Moses saw the glory, his exodus Chapter 40 at 34 to 36. Exodus 40, 34 to 36 verse. A second time. Then the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting. And the glory of the Lord filled the temp tabernacle. And Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting because the cloud rested above it. And the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Amen. But a second time. 36. When the cloud was taken up from above the tabernacle, the children of Israel went onward in all their journeys. The children of Israel went onward. Say, I will go onward. Amen. I will advance. It's the point of advance. Today, you should say, this is the point in my life. Mm. Somebody need to say this. 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 This is the point in my life. I will only go onward. Come on. Come on. There's an anointing coming over your life. There's grace coming over your life. This morning to tell the Lord, this is the point of my life. That I will only move forward in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
they went towards the promised land. Why? Because of the glory of God in the midst of Israel, amidst the tabernacle. God said, when you think that the enemy is too strong, hallelujah, and when you think that I cannot go into the promised land, rest. Look to the glory. Look to the cloud. The Bible says they went through the enemies. Praise the Lord. The moment they looked to the glory of God, how? They went through the enemies. The Lord is telling somebody, don't ask the enemies to go. You are going to go right through them. Ah, through them, through them. That's the Isaiah 43 we read. Although I go through the fire, through the waters, through, hallelujah, praise God. Amen. You will go through the enemies. What does it mean for us today? The people that was around Israelites were filthy by nature. Everybody say, filthy by nature. Worshipping idols, stubborn people, female prostitutes. And the Bible says, Israelites went through them. Different ideologies were there. Different worship was there. Uncleanness of different sort, prostitution and idolatry. There was a darkness all around next to them. But they went through them by the light of the glory of God. Amen. If Moses was in Bangalore today, he was being concerned about the uncleanness around us. The standard of culture has come down. That flirting even in family lives is nothing. Indulging in Facebook chatting with opposite sex without your spouse's knowing is considered as a part of a normal life. Moses would have been concerned. New pubs coming every week and every month. No new revivals, but new dance clubs, new pornographic sites, new movies, new ideas, new friends, new social networks. And people are giving into all this. It would have been a concern. The enemy is getting too strong. And more than that, he had a weak group of people around him. But God said, Moses, in the midst of them, build the tabernacle that I can come and my glory can be seen in the middle of the scam, in the middle of seduction. Build the glory of God so that they will look into this glory and they will leave the seduction. Mm. They will look into this glory and they will lose the taste for sin. They will look into this glory and they will not want to go back into that bus they came out. Come on! They will not give themselves to the temptations again. If you could make them look to me this morning, that is my mission. 2018, that is my vision. That you will look into the glory of God. Because there is this little Johnny who likes to play with his remotes. There is this Auntie Susan who sort of got into the addictions of pornography. The young preacher, I'm amazed that the amount of old men and women who have fallen into pornography and sin because there was no pastor, there was no Moses who showed them the glory of God. And when everybody thought they're too old to fall, right now. But this morning, I don't want that to be your story when you become old. And that is the reason I'm giving you this word this morning. Praise the Lord that you will not succumb to any temptations by the time that you get into your middle age and when you get into your 50s and 60s. Uh, the devil will not have a time bomb uh, put inside of you and he will, hallelujah, press that button. Uh, before he presses the button, I destroy the button this morning. I'm showing you the glory. Psalm 16 says, In the fullness of joy, 
in the presence of God is the fullness of joy come on church joy is not in the world joy is not in the morality joy is not in the position joy is not in the power joy is not in the money joy is in the presence of God one day in the presence of God is better than thousand days elsewhere what does that mean thousand into 24 is 24,000 hours one day in the presence of God is better than 24,000 hours somewhere else ah come on come on come on Bible says God never made a covenant with the nations it is to the God's people Romans 9 4 says that God made the covenant the laws everything he made he gave it to God's people he did everything to show us glory and at last he gave his only son the begotten son the image of his glory come on church he gave it up all to show us his glory he is the express image of God the Bible says he's the glory of God in person the totality of person of Jesus Christ Wow how can anybody look to the face of Jesus and go back to that shame again those who look to his face, their faces are never, ever radiant and never, never covered with shame. They don't have to think shame or go back to shameless things. That's what it means. Why there is no shame? Because they're not going back to the shameful things. They are looking to the glory of God. Israel went through the nations that was around them. He went right through them. In the New Testament, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, and 23rd verse in the New Testament. Therefore, if the whole church comes together in one place and all speak with tongues, there comes in those who are uninformed. The whole church comes together. It is not in a building. Now let me tell you, if God visited Solomon's temple in a building, how much more the glory of God comes in. Hallelujah, the believers gathering together. Hallelujah. Praise God. The glory of God when the body of believers It is the place prescribed by the Lord, put by the Lord, chosen by the Lord. And when you come together to worship, that is where God's glory, that's where God's power, the gifts of the Spirit, Manifest. Oh, come on church. That's where married people come in unity. Because they know this thing. One can put a thousand. Two at ten thousand. You have to go look at your spouse. And tell her. I am ten times weak without you. And I am ten times strong with you. You have to tell him. You have to tell her. Understand it and tell her. Not jokingly, not because to obey pastor's word. Why some of us are weak? It's because we are not in line. We have to see the glory together. By 2018 end, there will not be an unhappy family in this church. In Jesus' name. As for the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you discontent with your work? Look at the glory. Look at the glory. Refocus your heart, your mind. Say, Lord, if there is any secret, secret place, intentions in, in my heart, in my thoughts, forgive me, Lord. You have to say that for the Lord's grace to abound and the forgiveness to be experienced. Amen. Amen. Exodus chapter 32, the third time God revealed His glory. The third time. Exodus chapter 32. And the first verse. Now when when God called up him into the mountain, because there were so many people who were depressed. Are you depressed? You look like I'm speaking about the glory and you look depressed. Dad. Praise God. Only I look excited. You look depressed. What is this pastor? Morning calling and saying glory. Half sleep, half awake. And you are saying glory. That was Moses' position. Lord of needs. 
but moses did not respond to the needs he went to the mountain to pray he wanted to see the glory people were wondering what's happening moses went say lord i want a fresh visitation of the glory of god when elijah walked elisha walked with elijah at the end of elijah's elijah was taken up he asked for double portion but when gehazi gehazi walked with elisha he should have asked for four times he asking double portion would have been four times of the anointing upon elijah but he did not ask because that was not his heart was not intentions were not anything of those sorts when you have stubborn people like that around when you have difficult people to deal with tough people to deal with like that when their heart is nothing of this sort and they're still walking with you you have to see the glory of god i don't want a group of people coming at 6 o'clock and go out of this place without god's glory hallelujah once a man of god i think it was pastor rajesh once he was in a mall i think if my memory is right one person came and told pastor pastor i'm not seen you i'm seeing for the first time i've seen your photos because uh one of your team members works with me i am his boss i want you to pray for me pastor was surprised said why are you asking me to pray he said i've seen this team member working with me coming every day when i see his face i know one thing that the lord is real and the lord is with him why because this man when he leaves his home he doesn't leave alone he takes the glory with him come on church come on church i don't want you to come here and go without the glory will you take the glory with you and without saying a word without saying a word without saying a word will people in your workplaces people in your schools people in your colleges will they look at your face and say i want to come to church i want to pray because something i know about you the god is with you god is with you that's revival when you go to the gym with the gym trainer and the people working out says oh my god when this person comes there's a difference the way the way that he comes the way she comes the way she dresses the way she does things the character the something different people are calling moses moses moshe njangade chodyathin uttaranda what did moses do moses went to the mountain that's godly leadership hallelujah that's the first and most important thing in leadership moses see if the people would think oh, okay today moses is going to the mountain tomorrow he'll come back we'll ask our questions tomorrow he's gone for 40 days over a month with their questions um intimidating they said aaron make us an image so we could worship see how fickle the people are pastre pastre nu vilichondirunna pastrane marnu alla pastor parayada onnum cheyidilla to ipo onnum chodikkarilla the people same people call pastor pastor now he's saying aaron be our leader make us an image i want to ask you something this morning we all have the images that we worship we all have the images prestige position friendship money leviticus 26 says 21 says make no kind of image which means you can make up your own image and put it in the place of god are you doing it are you doing it let me tell you something you write it in your book one full page warning is as important as breakthrough for revival to happen sometimes take these warnings too but it's as important as a message of breakthrough you take this warning it might change your life before revelation speaking about the second coming of jesus christ the one chapter of jude was full of warnings says beware of the doctrine of balaam warning before jesus comes back is always warning before jesus has to do something in your life 
Allah, he will always so beware of the doctrine way of Cain the doctrine of Balaam the sin of Korah what was the problem with Cain empty worship heartless worship what was the problem with Balaam he came to the church he said Lord I will do everything as you say Lord the moment he left the church he went his own way it says error of Balaam sorry error of Balaam because sometimes you know after giving the full two hours talk some people will come and say pastor it was not Balaam it was Balaam okay Balaam just a Malayali pronunciation in the Malayalam Bible I stand corrected but don't forget the glory it can be anything your golden calf wrong leadership is giving people what they want Aaron gave people what they want how many of you are happy some of you sitting here over years never got what you wanted when you wanted appreciation this never came when you wanted to be the leader you are asked to take a glass of water and come when you wanted to be a leader and to give sermons you are asked to give 21 days of fasting and prayer that's what I decided anybody wants to be in the pulpit start with 21 days of fasting and prayer if you still doesn't learn your lessons get into 40 good leadership is making people want what God has for them making them hungry for what God has for them we want good leadership in the church we want the people to have what God has for them Moses would make them want what God had for them Adam made them what they wanted you want Moses or you want Aaron it's not sure still after so many years still not sure you want Moses or Aaron Moses yeah I expected that we want to be a Holy Spirit friendly church not a people friendly church hallelujah that's when God's victory will come upon the church come upon the ministry when we go after what God wants us to have hallelujah praise the Lord amen we should make the Lord happy hungry for the Lord being hungry for what he has kept for us and what God has kept for us much better much better than what we have in our mind but Moses what did he do he first went to see the glory of God hallelujah two people went Moses went Elijah also both went to the mountain the Bible says Elijah was murmuring Lord don't you know I am the only one who's so holy who's so truth I mean I'm just amazing Lord I'm just amazing Lord said, shut up, shut up, shut up. There are 7,000 people who are secretly fasting, not only you, man. Look at Moses. So unassuming. He went into the mountain, interceding for people. He said, I want your glory, Lord. Elijah was self-righteous. But Moses, so selfless. Lord, even if you don't even if you remove my name from the book of life take this people Lord look at the selfless heart of Moses one man of God said in every person's life in every man of God's life there is a place that you will want to be successful you want everything that God has for you you'll go after it you'll pray for yourself you'll but there comes to a point in life that the man of God will say Lord you have blessed me enough I prayed for me enough I want to see the needs of the people met. I want the souls to be saved. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And I finish with this. Exodus 34. First time he saw the glory. Don't forget. When the work was too strong. When the task, task looked so much. Ahead of him. He saw the glory in the bush. Number two, when the enemy seems too strong, he saw the glory in the camp. Number three, when the people around him 
had problems after problems. He went up to the mountain searching for God. And number four, when he thought that the reward is too small, he saw the glory of God again. Exodus 34 says, Moses was brought into the Mount Nebo. When Elijah died, just imagine, chariots came. When Moses died, nobody came. What unrewarding. At least Elijah was standing there, crying out. Elijah crying out, Father, Father, when Elijah was taken up. And Moses was taken up, nobody crying anything. Oh, how unrewarding. When Elijah was taken up, here is a grand speech given by Elijah, his spiritual son, to the prophets who were there. When Moses was doing, nobody was there to give him the last speech. Nobody said even one thing about him. How unrewarding it is. No felicitation. When Elijah was taken up, everybody crying. Oh, Elijah, where is Elijah? Is he on the mountain? They know he's dying, but still crying. Is he, where is he? Is he on the valley? When Moses was dying, nobody cried. The handkerchiefs were for sale because nobody had one. Nobody needed one. But the Bible says, there was somebody who stood there to sail. Moses, here is the promised land. Moses, the servant of God, died in a good age, 120 years. His eyes was not dim. No, his vigor was weak. Hallelujah. He died in a good old age. And here he comes, the very Jesus, the very God. Hallelujah. Who created him, who chose him, who, hallelujah, gave him this glorious experience and saying, Moses, come to the mountain. You do your own burial and I will bury your body. Hallelujah. Come on, church. Never forget there is a God who is waiting for you to reward you. He will not forget you. Your reward is with Him. Don't forget, one of these days you will stand before the glory. And you have a reward in heaven. I finished with this story. I forgot which president, it was President Roosevelt, who had an African, African safari. And he was coming back on the ship, back to America. And there were two missionaries with him. In the same ship, big crowd gathered in America to welcome Roosevelt back from a safari. Music, singing, shouting, great crowd. Everybody following him to the White House. And after all this joy, when these missionaries came out of the ship, there was absolutely nobody, nothing, not a soul there to welcome them. The man and the wife came alone. They went and took a hotel for rent. And this husband started crying out to the Lord, Lord, this is not fair. This is not fair. We have given our lives. We have sacrificed our lives in a different continent. We have lost our children for our mission. And here we are back. And there's not a person who to encourage us. Started crying before the Lord. And the wife came and looked at him and said these words. He said, honey, don't cry. We haven't reached our home yet. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Such will be if you have not been encouraged or applauded for what you are doing for the Lord. Don't get upset and don't quit. Because we haven't reached our home yet. Hallelujah. There is a grand stand when you and me come before the Lord. And a reward is with Him. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you're thankful to the Lord, give a praise offering to Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But in Matthew 17, there's the amazing scripture. That when Jesus was about to be transfigured, that Moses who thought that he never entered the promised land is standing with Elijah in the promised land discussing about an other exodus. This time, not the people of Israel coming out of bondage, but the discussion of what would happen after the cross. That as another group of people are going to have an exodus from the power of sin. From the power of sin. From the power of sin. 
into the promised land. God is a just God. One day or the other, ah, those who put their trust in Him will never be disappointed. There is an appointment for you that nobody sees, that the devil doesn't know, but in time, it will come to your doorstep. And 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, 2 Corinthians 3.17, I want you to read it. I want you to open your Bible. 16 and 17. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. When now, one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there ah. is liberty. Ah. But we all, with unveiled face, ah. beholding as in a mirror, ah. the glory of the Lord, ah. are being transformed ah. into the same image ah. from glory to glory, ah. just as by the Spirit of the Lord. Amen. The Bible says the letter kills, but the Spirit gives life. In the Old Testament, the law was written in the tablets of stone. But in the New Testament, the words of Jesus are written in our hearts. In other words, when you listen to the Word of God, and if you're open, the Holy Spirit will not put the Word just in your notebooks, but He will imprint this Word in your hearts. And the Bible says, the one who is unveiled as in a mirror, beholding in a mirror. James 1 says, the mirror is what? The Word of God. When you behold in the Word of God. How many of you say, look at two people and say, please go back home and behold the Word. Say, behold this Word. One version says, as a child of God who looks into the Word of God by the help of the Holy Spirit, as a helper and sees the face of Jesus Christ, will be transformed into one image of glory to another. When you look to the Word, God will take, reveal you from glory to glory. He will give you a revelation of a fresh glory of Jesus Christ in the face of Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. We see the word of God. We see the word of Jesus. We see the word of God fresh through the eyes of Jesus. How many of you want to see the word of God through the eyes of Jesus? Through the eyes of Jesus. That's glory to glory. So this morning, will you pray? I want to see the glory of God again. Hallelujah. 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 Let's close our eyes. The Bible says Jesus Christ is the express image of the glory of God. Look to Jesus this morning. Look to His word this morning.